This is the Plan Simple Podcast. The one for you, my dear, the woman who wears so many hats. We both know how many people in your life benefit when you're at your best. What would happen if you were to ditch overwhelm and wear all those hats with ease? I'm going to share how simple this can be. We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, welcome to this episode. I am excited to be here with you today, and I opened up my I have like a spreadsheet that explains that I've decided in advance what the episodes are because we have a lot of guests that were moving around and scheduling and all the things and there's many things that I want to tell you about. So I always go through and we we know pretty much three months out basically the topics that we want to cover around here and every once in a while we respond to current events but it's interesting. Usually the topics as they land are great. And so today's episode is about letting December be a bridge, not a disconnect to next year. And I'm really excited to record this one because in just a couple days, Make December Matter is happening. And I just really want you to understand the power of a well-planned December. So I thought what I would do this week, and again, this is like a very, I want to say this is a very riff type episode. I don't really have anything planned, but I want to tell you is the story of how all this came about and why I'm so freaking passionate that you're with me on Friday or taking the time to plan your December because I believe that it can change your life. I literally believe it can change the way you experience next year, which then changes the way you experience the next year, the next year, the next year. Got me? So it's interesting. And I I guess I want to start there, right? We are always planning around here based on our vision of the future. So we're always getting centered and you will experience this if you join us for Make December Matter. We're getting centered before we make a plan. And then we're casting a vision forward. We're really trying to get into and meet our future self and get out of this weird linear sense of time that we have and I don't believe is actually really true, especially when I see how many women can connect to that future self and be super clear about what they're going toward. Now, we then have to make a plan and keep going toward that future plan. That's another piece. But It's really easy to connect to that future self if you're guided through that process or you sharpen the muscle to be able to do that. And we're always planning for that future self. But here's the thing. The more we practice this, the more we do this, and the more we start moving towards the future version of ourselves, 
the vision changes. So it's kind of like the horizon, right? We can see the horizon, but we can never get to the horizon. And this isn't a bad thing. It's a bad thing if we make it mean something, like we're never going to reach this thing. But it's a good thing if it's just constantly stretching us to see what's possible and understanding that if I see something possible today and I start moving toward it, two weeks from now, I'm going to see a whole different set of possibilities because I've changed. I've become somebody different. I've become a couple Mias from now, right? I'm still Mia, but I'm different. And if you look back, this is a really great way to see it. You can see how you've evolved and you can see how there's certain things in your life probably that you never would have done had you known how hard it would be or how much work it would have been, yet on the other side, it felt so right and so good. Can you think of something like that? So for me, one of the big ones was when I got healthy. This growing a business has definitely been that on a daily basis. Motherhood, right? There's certain things I just could have never imagined for myself or for my kids of even what having a family would be like for me. And yet, it keeps evolving and it keeps changing and it keeps getting better and better and better and better because I allow myself to keep living into the future, to keep planning for the future. And I want to say really be in the present. So part of the reason that I believe planning is so impactful is because I think one of the reasons it's hard to be present is because of all the things that are happening around us. So when we're planning for our future self, it actually allows us to really be in the present in a different way, which I actually really think is the end game. (laughs) But we have to go, we have to live in the world that we're in. And being present is so helpful in creating transformation in our lives. Okay, that was kind of an aside, which I knew is what this episode would be about. But I'm hoping that helps you understand why I think planning is so important. And maybe that shows you how if you spend a whole month, which December can be, December can be a month where we really allow ourselves to get out of alignment based on past conditioning. So whether it's like, these are the foods you eat in December. Oh, and they just happen to be foods I never eat and have a lot of sugar (laughs) and cookie type things. And I stay out later than I normally stay out. I go to more parties than I normally go to. I let life get a lot busier because, hey, if I have kids in school, they all have things. There's end of the year stuff. I'm supporting more people. If you have kids, maybe you're supporting more people, whether they're, you know, in off in college or at home, the end of the year can be more stressful for our older kids. There's a lot that we're holding at this time of year and a lot of ways that we think things are supposed to be. So if you celebrate a holiday at this time of year, there might be all sorts of expectations that come with that holiday from your past. They're not even yours. Maybe they were your grandmother's, but somehow you keep carrying them forward. There may be some amount of pressure at home to decorate or be able to invite people into your home, right? So there's a lot happening at this time of year. And I haven't even gotten into the work part. So for anyone who is either, if you're working in corporate but have a lot of responsibility or you're an entrepreneur, which I know is most of us around here, if you're an entrepreneur, you're trying to finish out the year strong and all these things are happening and you're trying to finish out the year strong. And for all of us, there's this expectation of, well, it's the holidays, so there's going to be some element of vacation, right? Raise your hand, even though I can't see you. (laughs) If you've gotten to the end of 
December and been like, oh my God, I need a vacation from our vacation, right? Maybe it's not your phase right now, but if you've had children or been on a vacation, like you've had that moment where you're like, oh my gosh, this was a lot of work. (laughs) Why did I sign up for this? It was so much easier at home. So why do we do this to ourselves? Because then the other side of that is like, we need that vacation from our vacation and we land in January and then we're getting all this messaging about how it's time to reset and how it's time to want our most healthy body or mostly it's like our skinniest body and we want to make millions of dollars and we want to create our dream life, right? That's what a lot of the messaging around us is in December, all the resolute, I mean, in January, all the resolution stuff, right? All the resolutions that we are wanting to set. And yet we've spent this month prior basically taking a lot of steps back from that. So it's like you spent a lot of the year moving towards maybe some of your resolutions. And then December really takes us out of alignment of those. And so that is the piece that I am passionate about tending to (laughs) and you tending to this year. There's no need to wait. We do not need to wait. There's no advantage to waiting. If, oh, actually we were, I was on a client call the other day and I talk about this all the time and yet still it's so easy to want to project it'll be better then. That's one of the reasons why our program is a year long. It's because we need to keep practicing catching ourselves. This is not an overnight thing. That's what the New Year's resolution people want you to believe. But I believe it's a gradual muscle that we build, like a whole set of muscles that we build because we're tending to different areas of our life and we're practicing showing up imperfectly and having so much self-doubt. And we're practicing really all the emotions that have held us, like we're overcoming a lot of the emotions that in the past have held us back. And why wait? Why wait? So let's say you're like, Next year is the year that I'm going to have fun. Well, why couldn't you do one thing in December that's fun? Just one thing, not a lot. This is what we're going to do. Like, this is why we're going to plan on Make December Matter is because it only takes one thing. It doesn't take thousands of things. It doesn't take a whole overhaul, which is what we start wanting to rely on as we head into the new year, right? We're going to overhaul our life. But If you've ever had a new year where you thought you were going to overhaul your life, like how long did that last, (laughs) right? Sometimes it lasts a few days. Sometimes it might last a few weeks. But by February, most of us burn out from our own desires because we're not being real and we're not really tending to what needs to be tended to. So in December, (laughs) if you want to have fun, sometimes that might mean, and you're not having the experience of fun right now, you know, you want to have fun, but you're not having that fun. Sometimes that means we have to have a conversation with someone so that a certain obstacle feels like we can move through it. Or sometimes it looks like we have to stop working a little bit earlier so that we have time for that fun thing. Or sometimes it looks like we have to or go to bed a little bit earlier or wake up in a different way or get out the door in a different way or have a different boundary about something, right? So we get to practice these things little by little and there's no need to wait. And it can really transform your experience in a season like December when a lot of us normally feel scattered and overwhelmed. I literally got an email yesterday from someone who was trying to schedule something this weekend and the languaging was something around like, let's do it now before it gets so crazy, 
right? So we believe it's going to get so crazy. And then guess what happens? It gets so crazy. So I offer that we do something different. And if you don't want it to be so crazy, decide how you want it to be. And actually, that's the first question that we always start with whenever we're planning anything around here. So I, spoiler alert, (laughs) it's one of the early things that will happen on Friday, is that we'll really look at how you want to feel this season. What is that? You can start to think about that right now. How do you want to feel? And it's always different for everyone. You might think it's always the same, but it will be different for you from year to year, and it's different from person to person. And one of the reasons I love coming together in community is because it's so fun to really see that and understand that. It might be a year where you're really wanting that fun and that joy. You might be in a year where you're just needing connection and you're missing the people who you haven't seen in a couple of months. Or you might be having a year where like it's just been really full and you're ready for some calm. Or it might just be a time when you like haven't leaned into your health and you're like, I'm just ready for health. Sorry that this isn't the way that this month normally works, but I'm ready. And so we start claiming how we want to feel and we start making little changes. And I want to say like around that health one, the feeling of health That doesn't mean that you don't go have fun at a party. It just means that that's how you're leading. That's how you're making choices. Remember this, all planning is, is making choices in advance. That's all it is. And so we're just doing it from a different vantage point than maybe we would in other moments. So I want to go back and tell you a little bit about just how this all came to be and some of the ways that I have like just a couple vignettes from holidays past. So I would say this idea of, oh, it doesn't have to be, especially this time of year, does not have to be how I thought it did, came about basing this on my daughter's age. Let me think. So 14 years ago, which was the year that I decided to get healthy. It was I had three kids under the age of five. I had been really unhealthy and I decided to get healthy. And I think I had probably decided that it was time to get healthy probably in like May of the year that it happened, maybe a little earlier, April. And so I had, by the time October rolled around, it had been a full six months of me leaning into this healthy lifestyle that had literally changed my life. My medications I had taken forever, I was no longer taking. I had so much energy. My body was like I felt so aligned and connected to my body. I loved the food I was eating. It was just all felt so great. And I just remember heading into that Halloween. And I had also started, so I pretty much spent the first three months of getting healthy with getting my oxygen mask on and not so focused on my three kids under five. And then eventually, as I was feeling better and better, I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to do this for all of us. And so we had about three months into that before Halloween. (laughs) And then I was like, oh goodness, now starts this time of year. And luckily I had read the book Simplicity Parenting and I was starting this journey of my kids going to a Waldorf school. So I was getting input from other places about the power of simplicity, having less, having a rhythm. And I just knew we had to do it differently. And it actually started with Thanksgiving. I live in the US. And that was the first big holiday where I was like, there is nothing about this that I want to do. There's nothing about the traditional way that I can eat. And my middle daughter had just been diagnosed with a bunch of stuff. And so I was feeling the same way about her. And I didn't like the pressure of who was coming where, who was going where, when of that day. So I was like, 
I just made this choice of I want to feel healthy and connected to my family, like my people in my house. (laughs) That was my goal that first year. And so what ended up coming from that is that we just asked our kids, like, what's something that you want to make together? What's something that we could make together? And my the little one who was about, she was probably not even one or, yeah, she was just one at that time, was like, I want to make bread buns. <laughs> so we're just like, great, we'll figure out how to make gluten-free bread buns. And then my older son, who was probably about five or six, was like, I want to make sushi. So it's like, great, we've never done that before. Let's make sushi. And so we spent the whole day together. Like we just spread the stuff out between all the meals. It took a lot longer to make gluten-free bread buns than we ever imagined. (laughs) So that was the whole morning. And then we moved on to sushi and we had meals together and we enjoyed the food. And somehow there was a lot of dessert situations at the end of the day. So we enjoyed those. I think maybe we invited a couple of people over for that, but it was just this beautiful day of we made this food, we enjoyed it as a family, and I really felt connected to them and healthy at the end of the day, whatever this day was that we created. So that was the first year. And then the next year I knew, like I could see myself grasping onto that vision And I also realized that we were in different places. We were different. So I asked everybody again, what do you want this year? And all the food changed. But they still really liked the idea of being together. And there was a couple people they were thinking about that weren't didn't have anywhere to go. So that year, we were like, let's invite over some other people that don't have anywhere to go, that this isn't their holiday. And so we did that. And that was beautiful. And because we had that like outward thing. And I think one of our words for that was sort of connection that year. So we had this outward gesture. And one of the things that one of my kids wanted to do was he wanted to show our guests how we had made lanterns and gone on a walk. So we took all these sort of single people without kids with our little kids on this lantern walk through the forest, which is something they had done in school. And those people remembered that for years. My kids eventually were like, we can't do that anymore. But it became this little tradition for a couple of years and it was beautiful. That was also the year that I was like, okay, it's interesting. We've gotten so centered on this day and then this other day comes. And I feel again, like the flurry of emails and Black Friday and whatnot. I was like, how can we just really be and stay as my kids were getting older and more aware of this? And so it became like a reading day that day after. So every year we really responded to what was happening, and how we needed to feel in that year. And I do this again in December for the month of December, and I do it for each of like, the holidays that we celebrate in December, and it's become really important. So let's get to December because that's what we're really going to think about. So in December, what started to happen as I started to shift how the holiday season felt is my whole nervous system, and I did not have this language at the time, but my whole nervous system just calmed down. And I was really in touch with how I actually felt at that time of year. And so 10 years ago, 11 years ago, those years, how I actually felt was even though (laughs) there was a lot going on around me, my soul craved quiet. My heart just wanted to be by the fire I wanted to be like meditative. Ever had small children, you were laughing at me right now because you know that's not how it is, but like with three kids, (laughs) but that's what I was craving. And I was craving it because 
I had done this exercise this one year where I planned the next year through that quiet. And that year was so different than any year I had ever experienced. I had done, there's a woman named Leonie Dawson, and we actually have a training from her in our library because she was one of the first people I interviewed. I was like, I just need to understand how all this works. And I had done her workbooks, which she doesn't make anymore. And I had just fallen in love with this process of really consciously ending the year and stepping into the next year and just having so much more quiet than the world was offering me. I made it happen. That was one year. And one of the reasons I made it happen that year is because I was part of a group of women and I met one of the women for two full days and we did this work together. We had done the holidays, I think, away at my parents' house. So I had a lot more support. So I got this glimpse of quiet in this time that wasn't very quiet. So then the next year, you got to be careful what you wish for. I do not think I manifested this, but who knows? (laughs) The next year, we did our Thanksgiving thing and The next day after Thanksgiving is that quiet reading day. And I just had this like thing of a kid was like, let's go skating. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds so fun. And so we went ice skating and I stepped out on the ice and another child ran into me and I fell and I shattered my wrist and I had to get surgery two days later. And so it was my season that I call my season on the couch, (laughs) my quiet season by default. So I was in a lot of pain. I had surgery. I think it was a late Thanksgiving. So the surgery was actually in the month of December. So in December, I was really out of it. And I had a lot of people helping because that's what people step forward to do when you have the bright orange cast on and screws coming out of your wrist. (laughs) And I remember that year just fully surrendering to the quiet. And I literally spent that year in front of the couch. And so The quiet was so much more. It was a bit harder to do the writing that I wanted that year, but the quiet really seeped in and the writing did happen. I think it was more typed with my left hand and I got in alignment with who I wanted to be that year more than I ever had before that. And it was this like quiet gift from this awful scenario of falling and having my wrist shattered. And that was the year that I ended up writing Plan Simple Meals. It was the year that I decided to take my kids out of school the next year to go on the book tour. It was a really big year, and I attributed a lot to the time on the couch. So that was really the beginning of like, oh, what if I could intentionally do this without breaking my wrist? (laughs) What if I could intentionally do this? And so this really started from this desire on my part to be quiet, to find quiet in what I would call a noisy time of year by default in my life, in my world. And so that's what I set out to do. And each year surprises me. Each year is a little bit different. Quiet isn't always what I want. Sometimes I want joy, sometimes connection, sometimes just like I want it to be easeful and just not feel like a lot of work. This year, I'm settling into all the words and everything it is. I still have a couple weeks till December, but I can feel this sense of newness and of really experiencing downtime in December and really practicing surrender and connection. And, you know, it started off because I explained last week on the podcast that this is feeling like a really different year. I have two young adults. And they're going to be coming home in December. And we're going to be coming together in a different way than 
we've had to in the past, right? Everybody's been off really doing their thing. And now everyone's become somebody different. And we're all going to have to come together really honoring that. And so I haven't found the word for what I want per se yet. But it's this thing about honoring. And in honoring, I also get to honor myself. And I've not let go yet of this need for quiet at this time of year. It's what feels most natural and innate to me. (laughs) It's like this is a time of hibernation, right? It is a time of quiet. And that's how I get my power. And it's been interesting because the past few weeks have been really challenging to me in all areas of my life. As particularly, there's been some really hard things that we've been going through with my daughter who's away. And I've just been taking, it's like, I want to be there. And then also there's a lot happening around here, right? We're hosting this event is a big thing. And there's just a lot of moving pieces to all this December. The planner's coming out next. We enroll in Flow 365 in this season. There's a lot of things. And I have to say, I have never felt so calm and so connected. And this is what I want to keep feeling as we head into December. And so then I start to look at what it actually looks like. And that's what we do in Make December Matter. We get really clear on how we want to feel, what we really want this season to be like, and why, right? So my why is really about everybody coming together. It's about honoring my health in this phase. It's about honoring the a huge outpour of work and then honoring like time not to work <laughs> in that same season right so there's a lot that i'm looking at weaving in and the more i do this the more it just feels like all the things that would happen by default they need to melt away <laughs> they start to melt away and everything that happens instead is so on purpose and it feels so good. Now, does that mean that I know everything? No, I have no idea. I can make space for everyone coming together in the way that I'm imagining feeling, but really all I have control is over how I feel, right? I don't have any control of or how everybody comes together. So I just get to listen and listen to myself and trust my intuition, all practices that I'm going to pass on to you. And make a plan that holds me and holds my desire and then step into it and be present. That's all that we can do. And so I don't know what this year is going to look like yet, but years past this month has just been so just fruitful and amazing. And I'll say that one of the other things that I'll share eventually in December I might link back to an old podcast because I've taught it a couple of times, but we'll do it together. If you come to Make December Matter, by the way, you end up being a part of a group. You end up being part of a community. We're opening a free community for the month of December. So a lot of things I'm going to be sharing in there. We just launched the Thanksgiving planner today. We have a meal plan for the Make December Matter event. The Make December Matter event will be in there. We have these 31 small moves that matter that are meant to support you through the end of the year. Those are going to be in there. And one of the other things in there is that as I plan my December, one of the things I've done all throughout this period of my kids being growing up is I've made what for lack of better word, call an advent calendar. It's something I grew up with, but I've also offered to other people who 
they're not celebrating Christmas, so Advent isn't their word. You could do a countdown calendar to the new year or to the winter solstice, which is a nice thing to celebrate. You could do it for the 10 days of Hanukkah. You know, you could do this for anything. But what I end up doing is I take a lot of what we've planned and I put it into a calendar that I hang on the wall and each day has a focus. And that's really helped me bring everybody into what I've created. And I was imagining that we're almost done. My youngest is in high school. And as you know, two have left the house. And recently I got a call and was like, oh, I don't know if I'll be home for day one. How will that work out? I was thinking like, really, I'm doing this again? So I'm going to teach it again. Every time I teach it, I get surprised and delighted because, I don't know, one year, somebody who, it was just her and her husband, they were retired and she made one for them. And it became this like beautiful thing about their relationship. I've had women do a self-care version of this just for themselves. The intention behind the five minute moves that we're going to give you is like, I am offering you the equivalent of a countdown calendar so that you have those tools and you don't have to worry about making it for yourself, just FYI. But that tool has really, really helped translate a lot of this to my family. So when we really get intentional, and again, this is not about, I want to say this like one more time in a different way. This is not about becoming Martha Stewart. This is not about planning a December that looks perfect from the outside. We are 100% around here focused on the inside. We want to create a December that feels not perfect, but aligned from the inside. So that means that like, that does not mean that you're canceling everything that doesn't quite work out. It means that you're looking at those things and figuring out how to get a little bit more in alignment. And you're really conscious of how you feel the whole season. And that itself is going to shift so, so much. All right. I hope that was helpful. That's what I've got for today. (laughs) And join us for Make December Matter. If for any reason you're hearing this after, come join the community anyway. You can watch it and be supported and hear what everyone else is up to. And I would love to be with you on Friday. Just so you know, if you're hearing this in advance, but you're like, I can't come live on Friday, then it will be recorded. You will be able to watch it. And we do have on Sunday, for example, we have a coaching call so that you could have watched it before and get some feedback. And then we will have this community going forward. And yeah. I think that's what I'm going to say today about December. And I'm getting excited as my plan is coming together. And I will, again, keep sharing about that with you. And yeah, I'm getting ready to lean into this time of year in the most aligned way possible. And I invite you to do that with me. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, Share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five-minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart, and have a great day.